Blog Talk Radio. It's Sunday night and you're listening to the all-new HCVR Hot Dogs Vendor Radio Show with Ben. Call in at 424-258-9364. Press 1 to go live and ask Ben a question. You wanted the best? You got it. You're listening to HCVR Hot Dogs Vendor Radio. I hold on so nervously. Howdy, howdy, folks. Um, I, I, I'm i going to need your patience with me just for a second. Um, I've got to send a link. YouTube does not give me a link to this site till I go live. And I have a special guest coming on tonight, um, I hope. And I have to send him a link. And they don't let me send the link until I go live. And so I have to wait till they give it to me. Um, and then I had some issues getting into the blog talk radio tonight. But we are live. We've got over 100 people online already on blog talk radio. Um, and I can't see how many people are on YouTube right now. You can go to our events page. Um, that's listed at streetfoodvendor.tv, streetfoodvendor.tv. Go to our events page on YouTube, and you can actually post in questions. And I'll be um, answering those questions tonight as you get them. If you have a question for the guests, um, please let us know. If you notice, um, we're painfully absent a Mr. Um, Jason Brown tonight. He's been um, He's been faithful for the last two years and helps me out with the show, and his mother, um, it was discovered she had cancer just um, recently, and she is, um, you'll want to mute your speaker so that you don't get the feedback loop there, Gunny. I'm going to mute you for just a second. Okay, Gunny, if you can hear me, I muted you just because um, I'm getting the feedback from your system. Um, you'll want to mute your um, speakers um, or turn them off. Um, the bottom line is Jason's mother was diagnosed with cancer, and um, the cancer it just sucks. Um, I've gone through this several times, but... It um I I don't think that it gets easier or anything, but Jason is um with his mom tonight at the hospital and it doesn't look good as far as it could be any minute now. He told me he called me tonight and said, Hey, if you need me on there, I'll still get on there. I'll just go into the guest the waiting room. Um and I said, Absolutely not. Be with your mom and um he just he hates missing this and he hates um hurting anyone who has questions. Jason gets a lot of questions. He gets a lot of questions by email too. Um he didn't want to um disappoint. So if you would, if you know Jason's email, you can find him on, on Love Hot Dog Company on um or Love Food Truck Company on Facebook or Lemonade Brothers on Facebook, and send him a message let him know that you're thinking about him. He's going through a really crappy time. I can think of a bunch of better words than crappy to use right now, but he's really struggling. And 
Um, imagine losing your mom, and I'm sure some of us have already, and um, it's a crappy feeling. And so um, I love you, Jason, and just know that we love you, and and um, we're with you in spirit. Um, so, and we're thinking of you. So, um, with that being said, I'll, um, I'll move on. Um, I didn't mean to depress anybody tonight or, or make you feel crappy, but, um, Jason has been with us a long time and I love him. He, he is a brother to me and I hate for him not, um, I, I miss him when he's not around. And so, um, it's a painful thing. And so I wanted to bring it up and let you know why he wasn't here. Um, we're going to talk tonight with a, um, pro vendor, um, here in, um, North Carolina, my neighboring state. We have, um, about 561 vendors, Ben's carts vendors in North Carolina. And, um, most do well, like really well. And um, some blow my mind. Um, the one tonight, another one that just um, listens and learns and teaches and helps other people. And I'd like to welcome him to the the show. This is Charlie. Charlie is um, Charlie. You shouldn't be muted now. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. I can hear you. How's it going? Oh, awesome. Got you loud and clear, brother. All right. Um, a brother from another mother. You're in Winston-Salem area, right? That's right. And how long you been vending? Go ahead and introduce yourself. Give us some background. All right, folks. I'm Charlie Smith, owner of Gunny Smitty's Hot Dogs. Um, I started following Ben's Carts and LearnHotDogs.com around September of 2013. Um, I bought my cart. I have a 2009 uh, big dog cart, and I bought it used. Got the cart in January last year. My first day out with the cart was March 8th last year, so I'm almost two years in now. So you've um, you've been doing this full-time for two years, Charlie? Yes, full-time. I had a part-time job working at um, Best Buy, working at uh, loss prevention. Um, two days before Thanksgiving last year was my last day doing this. Um, so I, I, from that point up until now, I've been doing this full-time. Oh, so you I got to miss Black Friday. What's that? You got to miss Black Friday two years ago. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I didn't miss it at all. I'm glad I wasn't there. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Um, I don't do any of the Black Friday shopping. The The most I do is get on Amazon.com and do their Black Friday shopping. Yep. So um, give us some – where have you gone from in the last two years – how far is this taking you as far as what what are you doing different in a major way from where you began? Well, one thing I'm doing different in a major way is my list of condiments. Uh, my list of condiments started out with chili, mustard, ketchup, and chopped onions. And, of course, I had the um, – I do Pepsi onions here. Uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Stuart Ford, he does cheer wine onions. He sets up downtown uh, at one of the local businesses. But uh, I do Pepsi onions. Um that's the basically the five items I've started with, and actually uh, I did that for about a week. But uh, I totally removed diced onions from my menu uh, until about uh, I say about November last year. I started people, you know, in this area they want what they call all the way chili mustard slaw and onions. 
most of them want the diced onions. And until they try the Pepsi onions, then they'll take those. Well, North Carolina is home to the Carolina dog, which is chili right. and slaw. And and there to me, there is not a better combination. Even the the Carolina burger, the Carolina dog, they're both good with chili and slaw. Right, absolutely. So, have you? Did you have any obstacles that you had to overcome during that first part? Oh yes, definitely. Uh, there were times that I would call Stewart and say, "Hey, man, you know what am I supposed to do? How do I do this? How do I do that?" Because uh, there was a lot of times that um, I would go out. And after not selling much, I asked myself, you know, why am I doing this? Why don't I just go and apply for jobs? I mean, I, I was a government contractor. After leaving the Marine Corps, uh, 13 and a half years active duty Marine, uh, now in the reserves. But I, I did that. Then I took a government contracting job back in 2011. Um, lost my job back in 2013 because the government shut down all that stuff they were talking about. My company wanted to save money. So they uh, let me and seven of my colleagues, we're all program managers, they let all of us go and they hired senior supervisors. So I was looking for a way that I could work myself, work for myself and not worry about corporate America anymore. And um, this is what we've done. Um, uh, as far as obstacles, uh, my biggest obstacle was location. Um, the, the first step was a commissary. Uh, once I got the commissary out of the way, uh, location was the next thing. And uh, I mean, even now, I don't have a set location where I sit, you know, five days or seven days a week. Um, there's a place that I'm set up downtown two days a week, Monday and Friday. I set up at a dermatology clinic. Basically, it's a, a four-building um, quad, if you will, uh, where I set up on Wednesdays. I uh, usually take Tuesday and Thursday off. Uh, I've been going out to a um, car auction, uh, auto auction here locally. Um, do pretty well there. It's pretty much catering. do that like every other week or so. But um there's a huge furniture market they have in High Point, which is about 15 minutes south of here. They do that twice a year, and uh, I've done. I believe that's before. the largest furniture market in the world. Yes, and uh, I did this last furniture market back in October was out of the four that I've done. That's been my best one so far, and uh, they just keep getting better and better. Now you're set up outside the market. No, I set up right in front of the Showplace building, so I'm right there in front of the main building of the market. Wow. Okay, um, I want to cut to a question real quick. First, um, Mark um, Kastman has um, went to our events page. If you missed the beginning, you can go to Google Hangouts events page by going to streetfoodvendor.tv, clicking on the events link as far as where you can submit questions, and you can participate with questions. We do have a chat room and stuff, but I don't, I can't monitor it, and... Watch this. Um, I'm pretty much a one-track mind. Um, can't tell you what I ate yesterday kind of deal. Um, the He says, Mark says, thoughts and prayers for Jason and family. I have watched a few videos after coming across y'all by accident. I did more research and jumped in. I bought a used cart, which is an excellent way to get started if you're considering getting in this business. And a used cart is a great way to get started. Even though I sell new carts, I don't sell used carts. Go to our used cart page, though, on LearnHotDogs.com, and I have a video telling you not against used carts. It's not like one of those deals where they go, find out the seven secrets of buying a used cart. It isn't that kind of deal. It tells you what to look for so that you buy the right used cart. There's a video right at the top of the page. He's from Nashville, um, 
and he's got a company called Nashville Hot Dog in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, he says, thank you for helping me out on the rat race. My question is, how do you keep your hot dog buns from freezing during the winter? Um, easy. Easy, easy, easy. Um, two things. I keep them in coolers. If I'm doing a large event or I have to carry 300 hot dog buns with me, I'll keep them in coolers. And they'll stay, they won't freeze in the cooler um, all day sitting outside, even if in, in sub-freezing temperatures. Um, you could keep them in the cooler on the cart, but there's not a lot of room. Um, you could keep them in the bread box, but the problem is with the bread box is it's uninsulated. And so over time, hours, they could freeze. Now, if you're talking just working a lunch session, they're not going to freeze up on you. But unless it's sub-zero temperatures. But in the, um, like, we we have a friend that is a vendor with a big dog in Canada. And he uses coolers to keep his um, stored on near the cart so that they don't freeze up. And that's the best thing you can do. Um, not a big problem here. You know, Tennessee's not really the south, but it's not really the north either. Um, and so not a lot of really, I mean, there's, there's days that are 20s, and we've even had days that are in the teens, but it's not ongoing. You know, it's not like a two-week period of that. Um, so not a big issue here, but we have vendors in Alaska and Canada that vend year-round, um, and so that is a problem. Have you had any problems in North Carolina with that? No, I hadn't had any problems with buns freezing. Uh, not only that, but uh, if it's below 32 degrees outside, I'm I'm not vending. Yeah, a lot of vendors don't. Now, my vendors up north, they do, um, because they some of them do better in the winter than they do in the summer um, because there's not as many options to eat. And when Lev Tov is one of them that just rocks it with a big dog cart out in the cold. He's got torpedo heaters, and he just does good. He's been on the show a couple times. Um, if you don't mind, Charlie, I'm going to take a call here and stay with us because as we go, I'm sure you'll have stuff to add, and maybe you can help out with questions, and And I want to hear more of your story and inspire some others. Sounds good. Um, area code 215, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Thanks for joining us. Hello? Hello, we can Hello? hear you. Yep. Uh, hey, this is um Robert. Robert, Robert out of Hey, Robert. Hey, um, of course, I've been following you for a long time, doing a lot of studying and research. I have about four questions I'd like to ask you. Um, well, we only allow three, but um, we may make an exception and do four tonight. Okay. Um, first, <laughs> um, just messing with. You. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I noticed you um. I read on your own website that you had 21 carts out and you said it was a headache. Now, uh, other than you um, trying to run those um, 20 locations, managing it, and you trying to run your own cart, what else What else was the other um, headaches involved with um, running so many carts? Well, the biggest problem is, is, is I ran out of family. And so I had family. I had about five family members in the beginning who were running carts. 
And then I started just advertising that I had carts to run and jobs open and make a hundred dollars a day kind of deal. Some of them were already set up at locations, like I had secured a location, I had tested the location, and then I would run an ad on Craigslist for free that I was hiring, run a hot dog cart, make three hundred bucks a day, um, and and that's it or make 200 bucks a day, or whatever it is. Um, I started most of them off at 100 bucks a day, because most of them only worked three hours, and then I required them to clean the cart. So they, they were in the whole deal about four hours, and that's 25 bucks an hour. Well, the problem is you get, you you once you get to 15, 20 people, you start getting the calls in the morning, I can't be there, my neighbor's chicken's having puppies, um, I'm sorry, but my car has a flat tire. Um, my neighbor's been sleeping with my other neighbor's best friend's neighbor's cats and whatever, just some BS excuse. And all of a sudden you've got all these other issues. I had a flat, I was on my way there and pretty soon it just becomes a headache. Well, I dealt with that because it was money either way, but Sometimes when you made a commitment to be somewhere, it wasn't just like a street location where people were expecting you to be there. You had promised Ace Hardware that you'd be there. I had several tractor supplies and farmers co-ops who knew that I was supposed to be there, and I didn't show up. Well, it made me look bad. It didn't make the, the person look bad. It made me look bad. Well... I that stressed me out. So 21 carts to me is overkill. I'll never do it again. Um, the only way I'd do that again is maybe with a gun pointed to my head or somebody made me, like, do that. Um, I can make now, with two carts, what I made with 21 carts, because I'm not paying employees, I can make with two carts doing catering what I did with 21. Oh, I thought you um, just leased them out with the 21 carts. I did. I did later. I did later. And that works better. Leasing them works better. But see, even my wife says that I have too big of a heart because – um, I don't know if you've heard some of the shows, but I've walked through this with in in the past. But one of the past stories was is that I actually, when I decided to give up all the extra carts, I got down to five or six instead of twenty one. I gave the carts away to my hardest working people. Well, probably not the wisest financial decision, but. They had already more than paid for the cart by leasing it from me on a day-to-day or a weekly basis. Or, you know, I had a couple of people. One lady stands out, was a college student at UT, and she was paying a month in advance because she was rocking with her cart. She was rocking. And they're in Knoxville. And and so I I was lenient basically i said i'm gonna give them their carts and so i sent emails out called some of them and said hey listen um i'm i'm not going to do the cart anymore you've been awesome i'm going to give you the location and the cart and i gave it away and what it did for me is it took this weight off of me 
I didn't get any more calls that, oh, my burner's not working or, oh, my bun supplier can't do it today. And so I had to go to Piggly Wiggly or whatever. And I, I eliminated a lot of calls by doing that. And, but it, this is all personal, um, I guess it's all opinion because you and I are different. Me and Charlie, who's on here with me tonight, are different people. He may like the rat race. He may love, he would may love to manage 50 people. I don't. I had already come from furniture business where I had 72 employees. I was done with that. I didn't want to hear about your boyfriend's cousin's nephew was sleeping with the neighbor's goats. I was done. And so I wanted to be separate. And so what I started doing is narrowing down what made me the most money without with the least amount of headaches. Now, I've got two vendors. We know two vendors. They've been on the show. One's been on the show, Louisiana and San Francisco, with hundreds of carts out, leasing carts. So, yes, there's a huge business. Yes, you can. You could be a millionaire. Those two guys are millionaires. It isn't worth it to be a millionaire. I don't want to be a millionaire that bad. I'm happy. I still save coupons. My wife cuts coupons every Sunday and goes to the food city and gets groceries. I, I've learned, you know, at my age, and I'm 45 today, by the way. Um, Happy birthday. And, well, thank you. I figured out what's important to me now. When I was 20, I was gung-ho. I would have taken 300 employees and dealt with all the crap. Now I don't have the patience for it. Plus, I've got nine kids. I've got nine kids, four adopted. And so you st- even though they're adults, a lot of them are, you know, all, I've got seven that are adults now. I still get calls. Dad, I need this. Dad, I need that. Dad, I've, uh, my husband's cheating or my, my wife's doing this or whatever. Um, and so I just wanted to live simpler, and I'm happier. Now, I don't fault anybody from making it huge, but I don't really give a shit. And I'm sorry for the language, but I don't. I don't give a shit about making millions or making like I was when I was in furniture and I had a private plane. I don't care about that anymore. What I like now is that today, I guarantee you right now today, my daughter just brought me a homemade carrot cake, if that tells you anything. Um... And right now today, I could call um, Charlie up, drive across the mountain, and tell him, listen, we're going fishing today. And he'd go fishing with me. That Let's is do it. That is, you, you would, right, Charlie? You better believe it. Right. And, and it wouldn't affect your, you would still be able to pay your bills. That is the quality of life I enjoy. I could make more money running multiple carts right now today than I do doing this stuff. I teach more, and I spend time on the phone that doesn't make me any money. Charlie didn't buy a cart for me. The guy that just um, messaged in, um, Mark Kassman, didn't buy a cart for me, didn't spend a dime with me. I love doing what I do. I love the fact that I have friends like Charlie. 
I love the fact that I have helped people like Mark. So I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I don't even know your age. And I may be ranting too long on this. But I am tickled pink with the fact that I can stop today and go fishing with my daughter. Or I can go over and see Charlie if I want to. And yeah, I don't have a million dollars. And yeah, we won't have the biggest Christmas. But I'm happy. I'm happier than I've ever been in my life. Hope that makes sense. Yes, it does. <clears throat> Ready for the next question? Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry that took so long for me to answer that one. Okay. Um, um I'm going to be starting out in January. So what's the best time of the day to sell hot dogs? So what time should I be uh, starting out? Charlie, hit him up. Lunchtime is your best time of day to sell hot dogs. I say that because if you find the right location to vend during lunch, you'll serve more people. Not only that, some people look at hot dogs as a lunchtime food. Uh, I've set up at several events where it's evening and there's other um, other food trucks there. And uh, people are geared more towards uh, what they consider to be de- dinner around dinner time. And it's kind of like, like eating a sandwich for lunch and then having a plate of food for dinner. If you right. offer a... Um, a hot dog, you know, people are going to eat a hot dog. If you order a smoked sausage, most likely they're going to want a smoked sausage around dinner time over a hot dog. A hundred percent. You have to forgive me. My daughter has this is the first homemade carrot cake I've had in about ten years, and that's my favorite cake. And my daughter just made me carrot cake, and I'm gonna eat it while it's fresh. Um. I would agree. The only thing different is is catering. Catering may not be always lunchtime. And Charlie would agree to this, too. Absolutely. But working street locations, lunchtime is by far the best. Now, bar locations at night still may not be, um, still may be better per minute while you work. But ongoing steady work, lunchtime is still the best. Okay. Um, my next, I'm ready for my next question? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I think Charlie already answered this, though. Matter of fact, I'm definitely sure he did. I was um, trying to figure out what's the best condiments to start out with, and I think Charlie said um, chili and those um, Pepsi onions, and I forgot the other one he said. Where are you located? Um, be on downtown. Well, not downtown. Well, I will be at a train station in Philadelphia. No, I mean, like, what what area, what region of the country are you in? Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Okay. The best thing to do is uh, go around to your different hot dog vendors and your hot dog shops, like your actual brick-and-mortar locations, as Jason would call a stick and brick. Go to those places and find out what's their most used condiments. Um, it, it, I mean, you're investigating this business. You're looking to get into it. You, you probably already know what people like in the area. Like in this area where I am, chili, mustard, slaw, and onions. If I run out of chili or if I run out of slaw, my day is done. I might as well shut down and go home. Um, and I learned that last year, you know, my first two months in business. Because um, starting out, you know, I don't want to take too much chili. You don't want to take too much slaw. You want to cut down on waste as much as possible. Well, you end up getting a, a lunch rush. And you run out of slaw, all of a sudden you got three or four people that, oh, well, you ain't got no slaw? 
you don't have slaw? Oh, well, I'll, I'll go down to cookout and get a burger or something like that. Or I'll go to Sonic and get a Chicago dog or whatever the case may be. You know, they don't run out of slaw. So those are the type of things you have to keep in mind. Look at what's popular in your area, in your region. Originally, I'm from South Mississippi. I never heard of putting a slaw on a col- uh, putting coleslaw on a hot dog until I located to North Carolina at the age of 20. So I never heard of slaw on a hot dog until coming here. Uh, so in Mississippi, slaw on a hot dog wouldn't fly. Yeah. But in North Carolina, if you don't have it, you're out of business. Charlie, you nailed it. You nailed it because it's regional. I can go to. I can take you to a vendor in New Mexico, who people would just just gag if you put chili on a hot dog or slaw. Exactly. They want guacamole, hot sauce, or cheese. Just regular like um, cheese sauce, like you'd put on um, dipping Doritos. Hmm. And and it would never. That wouldn't fly in North Carolina, Tennessee, South Carolina. It wouldn't fly like it does with chili and slaw. I do good with chili and slaw. Absolutely. So you'll want to check your region. Um, Jason Brown would be somebody that you may want to talk to um, because he knows Pennsylvania well. But you probably could just look online, Google some hot dog places there in um, Pennsylvania and see who is um what their whatever they list first for their condiments or their add-ons to their dog or what is selling best that's a guarantee yep if 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 cream cheese is an option but it ain't selling best it's going to be at the bottom so look at some of those places and see what's selling best sonic's a little different story chicago dog you know they've They've tried to push that nationwide. It hadn't worked in all states. In Tennessee, people don't want that. They think it's a salad on a hot dog, and that doesn't even appeal to them. So it's not a big deal. But give them chili or barbecue on a hot dog, yep. they'll eat it up. Heck, Charlie knows barbecue on a hot dog's a big deal in North Carolina. Absolutely. The only problem with that is... The health department won't let you put it on there. Right, right. I have people ask me all the time, hey, you got any barbecue to put on there? Can't do it. But I do when I cater. Yeah, exactly. When yeah. I cater, I do it too. All right. Well, um, I know you have more questions. Give us two seconds. We'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> hot Dog Saved My Life, the book. Everything you ever wanted to know about hot dog vending and probably some things you don't, available at benscarts.com forward slash book. Why spend one hundred or more dollars when you can get it all for less than thirty bucks? Benscarts.com forward slash book. Get it, read it, and discover how you can cash in and change your life for good. Benscarts.com forward slash book. He's busier than a one-armed monkey with two peckers. It's Ben on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. He's wound up tighter than the girdle of a Baptist minister's wife at an all-you-can-eat pancake breakfast. It's Ben on HTVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Have you ever wondered why the guy selling hot dogs always seems so happy? Hello, Mrs. Smith. Hello, Mr. Johnson. Can I interest either of you in a hot dog? Do you want to find out why? LearnHotDogs.com. Get free video training, earn points, and get free stuff. Read Ben's hot dog blog and more. 
the premier source for hot dog vending information, go to learnhotdogs.com. We now return you live to Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben. You're listening live to Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. You can go to um, either one of those and find us. Um, you can also um, check us out at learnhotdogs.com. We'll post up these episodes each um, each month, and 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 in between, I do some other articles and stuff. Um, before we move on with more questions, um, feel free to call in. You can call in at 424-258-9364. That is the number. It's free to call. Just call in and ask a question. If you don't feel like calling in, you can write in your question over at our Google Events page. Um, that's a youtube thing, and you'll find that link at streetfoodvendor.tv. Um, I would like to thank my special guest tonight, um, Charlie, um, with Gunny Smitty's Hot Dog Cart out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and... Have you, um, Charlie, have you, what what would be the biggest thing that you've learned in the last two years, whether it be from us or anything, just trial and error, that you would like to share or would, you would advise somebody getting into the business? Well, what I would advise somebody getting into the business is, first of all, start small, get your feet wet. Uh, don't try to go in and set up at the local county fair in your first month in. Uh, however, I will suggest um, if you're looking to do those type of things, get in early. If you're looking to get into the fair next year, start making phone calls now. Um, there are times that uh, an event is going to take place in March, and people say, well, I'll wait until January or February to try to get in. No, the time to do that is now because other vendors that have been doing this for a while, they know how to do it. They know how the process work. They know that you need to get in soon. So I would suggest if you're looking to get into events, do those, you know, start working on those things now for next year. Uh, something else, uh, trial and error. Um, if there's something that you want to add to the cart, uh, some other topping or condiment, or whatever, um, start small. Get a, a small amount of it, uh, maybe a little um, third, uh, what is this, a ninth, not ninth, but a um, six pan. A six size pan. Get one of these, put a little something in it, try it out, and if it works, go to the half, you know, a quarter size pan the next day, um, and just work your way up with it. I started out with um, just a little, like I said earlier, uh, four or five condiments, and now I have twelve, thirteen, uh, maybe a few more. Um, also, the gentleman that called in a bit ago, um, something that probably will work in that area as well, bacon jam. Everybody likes bacon. I don't care where you are in the country, people <laughs> like bacon. Bacon goes great on everything. Good I don't point. Set up one day with that. First of all, I don't ever set up without my Pepsi onions, but never do I set up and people ask me about bacon jam. I'm with so. you. That That is a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because that works. We know it works out of Pennsylvania because it's where be. we got the freaking recipe. Exactly. Jason and by the Brown. way, Ben, happy birthday. I'll be 37 in two days. <laughs> I love it. Um, ha- hey, hey, before we go into more questions, um, what is – um, Winston Salem, which 
where are you in relation to Raleigh? About two hours west, down I-40. Okay, so near Greensboro? Yes, I'm about 15 minutes from Greensboro, west okay. of Greensboro. Okay. I need to come over there and film you. Come over. I'd love it. I'd love to spend the day with you. All right. The um okay, um caller. Um what is your name again? Robert. 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 I'm sorry, Robert. I've got a memory like a, a gnat. Um so <laughs> um tell me tell me, what other questions did you have for us? Well my next question is about street eats. <clears throat> now um street eats require that you have at least two years experience and um I know you said, um, or I think I was in your book, that um, you don't exactly have to tell them that you have to- total two years' experience. But I did notice on the application that um, they asked for the date of your license. Now, I got my license um, last September now, of last year, not of 2014. Let me cut to the chase. And and I know that some people are going to email me and go, well, that's you're just lying. Um, or you're dishonest. Um, and to those I say, well, if you're not comfortable with with this, then I don't know what to tell you. And I don't fault you for it. I respect you for it. But here's what I would do if it was me. I would write down that I'm experienced with hot dogs for the last 20 years or whatever you want to put, because you've had hot dogs probably all your life. Um, at least Beanie Weenies. My mom gave me Beanie Weenies. 40 years ago. Um, so then I would not care. Thank you. Um, I'm getting all this first-class service tonight because it's my birthday, and so my daughter just brought me coffee. Um, the, the, the next thing I would do is when they say, when did you get your license, it really doesn't matter. Here's my experience with this. I helped a lady in Colorado. Color, um um, Colorado Springs, Colorado. She is brand new vendor, had never vended, never nothing. And I said, listen, it doesn't matter what you put, put three years, your license, blah, blah, blah. They don't look at it. They don't even, they don't even give two craps when you got it. It's just, they're trying to impress Lowe's or Home Depot that they do all this due diligence to make sure that you've been vending for 900 years. In reality, they don't even fact check nothing. So in reality, what happens is somebody gets your application and goes, calls you up and goes, uh, that location, 650 a month. And you and and you either go yay or nay. I tell people to to dicker with them because they will bargain with you because they have nobody there now. They'll tell you, well, you got like seven vendors waiting. That's all BS. Just go. Listen, I can give you two hundred a month, or I can give you one hundred and fifty a month, and it doesn't really matter. Now, if you put nothing on the sheet that you're brand new, they may not call you back, but they probably still will. This lady, I told her, I said, you can do what you want. You can, you can be 100% honest and tell them that you got your license last Thursday. Or you can put that you've been in business for five years. They aren't going to check anything because they're not in the business really to do it. They've sold 
Lowe's and Home Depot on the idea that they do, but they don't. They don't even have a big team. They just do their little thing to sell you. They're like a middleman who's making money for doing nothing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, I remember on one of your one of your TV shows, you had somebody that said they don't even call you back. Now, I have that experience. I called them, left a message, and they never even called me back. Now, that makes me kind of um, wary about giving them the $100, because there's a $100 nope. fee for that application. You know why they don't? They get lots of people that call them, and they don't even have a staff to call you back. So the only way you're probably going to get a call back is if you pay them. And then you'll get a, a call going, hey, heard you were interested. We got like 11,000 people looking at that same Lowe's location. It's six fifty a month. You better sign up today. And you go, uh, I can give you 200 a month. I've looked at the numbers. And they'll go, well, that's a busy location. That's the best Lowe's between here and Mars. And you'll go, uh, either way, I'll give you 200 a month. And they'll go, Okay, we could do that. Um, you'll need to pay the first, last, and, and a security deposit. And you can say, um, well, I'll tell you what, I'll give you 200 the first month, or you can call it the last month. But either way, I'll give you 200 bucks, And then I'll send you a check every month after that. And they'll go, well, we're going to need to send you paperwork for you to sign. And then you do it. And you're done. It's all BS. I'm telling you, it's BS. Oh, wow. It's a rigged deal. It's rigged. And I've talked to hundreds of vendors who are working at Lowe's and Home Depots through Street Eats, and it's just a scam. They'll tell you, you must have a uniform. Do they check? No. They'll tell you they do on-site checks. Never have, because they don't even have employees to do on-site checks. It's all BS. Now, with that location... Is that worth um, leasing a cart to someone for them to pay me, um, say, if they pay me $500 a week um, and I lease that location to them? Um, home, That type of home location would be pretty good for that, right? Well, it depends. Have, it depends. It depends. Because some lows are really crappy and some lows are really good. Like my lows in Sevierville is really good, but right next door to it and in front of it is empty lots. So I can set up in the empty lot for free and not pay a dime and make more money because I'm more accessible. So I don't know um, how to answer that. That's like a loaded question. I'm, I don't have a, a like a crystal ball, but I can tell you, Lowe's and Home Depots, anywhere where there's a lot of foot traffic, are great for business. And you can even tell Street Eats, listen, I'm willing to do a one-month trial or a three-month trial, and I'll pay that three months up front. Here's you 300 bucks. They'll probably take it. The lady I told you in Colorado Springs, I told her to do a three-month, no, a two-month trial, 60-day trial. She gave them two months up front. It was one seventy-five a month for two months. That was three hundred and fifty bucks. She gave them three hundred and fifty bucks. She tried it, and it worked, and she made a lot of money, and she's still making money. But what I'm, my point is is that that way you're not on the hook for a year contract or something. 
You have any more questions for us? Yeah, um, I, I got a little confused about your blog. Now, because um, I know you said check your blog. Your blog is on um, learnhotdogs.com? Correct. Um, okay, um, I'll just have to go and search for it then. And that blog is used for, that blog just has information on that, which puts questions on. Um, yeah, if you go to the right-hand side of the blog, there's a question, uh, like a box that you search. You can search anything. You can search location or the word um, lemonade or lemons or whatever, and you're going to find stuff that will help you. Oh, so the blog is actually the website. No, no. That Well, the blog is the website, but that's the Learn Hot Dogs website. That's the training website. Then hotdogcartstore.com is where we sell carts and parts. So if you're doing the training stuff, just stay over at learnhotdogs.com. Okay. And I noticed um, it almost seems like if you join the mafia, because I'm going to buy a cart from you in January. It's almost seems like I make out cheaper if I join the mafia, then pay for the, then pay for the cart. Then that is for the cart. That is absolutely the truth. Let me jump in here, Ben. Yeah. I bought my uh, mafia membership back in I want to say October, November time frame, 2013, because I was going to buy a brand new cart from Ben'sCarts.com/store at the time. Um, I ended up not buying a cart from Ben, but I got a used cart from somebody else that came from Ben. However, what I paid for that Mafia membership has paid me three or four times over over the last year and a half because whenever I need something, I go to Ben's website and order it because of my Mafia membership. Uh, a water pump. My water pump in my cart went out. Just ordered a water pump recently. Got it in. Put it on my cart. No problem. Um, different things like that, uh, training, stuff like that. All the training classes that you're paying for as a mafia member, the ones that are paid, they're free. So day in the life of a professional vendor, what's that $99 course been? I can watch it whenever I want. It doesn't cost me anything because I'm a mafia member. So that's just something to keep in mind. Uh, as, as a vendor, I mean, even if you decide in the future to upgrade to a food truck, food trailer, whatever the case may be, some of the same stuff you're going to need for that truck or trailer, you can get at benscarts.com, and you can buy those at your Mafia membership cheaper than you can buy them at Web, Webstrunk Store or eBay or Amazon or whatever else. And when there's a better deal out there, Ben will tell you, hey, you know, I'm selling pan liners for this amount. However, Webstrunk Store has them on sale right now, so go there and buy them because they're cheaper than my site. So, oh, yeah. You know, that's, and, and that's if one you, of the advantages. Yeah, if you're, you're right, Charlie. If you find something cheaper then my prices it's not like I can come down it's it's only it's only because I buy in bulk that I'm able to do that for the mafia members but if you find something cheaper what I do is put it on our resources page which has tons of links where people have found this for cheaper or that for cheaper and I tell people it's not like I'm trying to only keep the business for Ben's cards the hell with that I'd rather see you successful Are you still going to have, um, I'm, I know you mentioned before that I think every three months you'll have just um tips for the mafia members. Or, um, it's like a show like this, but it's like every three months you just tips just for 
people that's mafia members. Are you still doing going to have that start that? Well, we we actually ha- yeah we've talked about having it. We still haven't had it, um, and it's because I'm a procrastinator. Um, if you've ever heard the saying, um, "Don't do today what you can put off till tomorrow," that is me. Yeah. And <laughs> and so I apologize, but um, I still give you plenty of value. And there's still stuff that happens in the mafia membership that doesn't happen in the um, in the main flow of things. Like we'll send out some emails to mafia members that nobody else gets. That that something new or some special value somewhere that somebody found. Um, so yeah, it does happen. But I wouldn't do that until you're ready. You don't don't spend any money until you're ready. And you know that this is what you're going to do. It's not like you're going to spend the money for the mafia membership and all of a sudden the world opens up to you and you make a lot of money. I always tell people, start off as least as expensive as you can. Look at Charlie. Charlie found a cart. I teach you to buy carts used. Don't go out there and spend freaking money on a new cart if you don't have to. Buy one used in the wintertime is the best time. So, yes, I want your business, but I'd rather get your business on your second cart and you be successful than have taken all your working capital on your first cart and you fail because you had two bad weeks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just prefer to get a new cart. The reason why, I was going to buy this used cart from this gentleman. And I went down to the health department, and um, well, they told me that I need to get the. It's a red sticker on the cart for the um that each cart is registered, and um the guy just said, well, you can get it transferred over. Just get the red sticker, and the guy um who was selling the cart wouldn't give me the red sticker, um almost like I was trying to steal a social security number. Then I talked to the health department. They said there's probably something wrong with the cart. Then if you don't want to give it to you, because that's just like buying a car, and the person asking to see your license, you don't want to give them your license or whatever, or Something simple like that. So I don't want to deal with any headaches. I just want to go to the health department. Here's the cart. It's here. It's fine, and I'm ready to go. I'm so I'm I, with you there, and I understand. I understand completely. I mean, you you'll reduce headaches by buying new. But if let's say you have twenty five hundred to spend, and you can get a cash cow the way you need it, and have almost no money left, or you can go buy a used cart and do some work to it and fix it the way it's supposed to and take the risk of having to do some major repairs or whatever, you're still better off buying the used cart if you're only working with $2,500. But now if you're working with five grand and you're going to buy a $2,500 cart, fine. Now you've got a $2,500 buffer. But Charlie did nothing wrong um, doing it the way he did it and he's successful, and he he got into the, the black, as we call it. Well, anybody in finance calls it. He got into the black quicker because he didn't spend new money, you know, full price. He got a discount because he bought used. It's the way to go. I'm not trying to talk you out of it, but I want you to do it as smart as possible so that two years from now or a year from now, you're on the show with Charlie Telling other people how to do it the right way because you've made it. 
another thing I, I step I tell people is um you know every once in a while as a vendor you're gonna be out there and there's other people that's, that they've heard that people are making millions selling hot dogs so they want to know about the business they want to ask you questions and uh somebody told me before you take your first step before you spend your first dollar call the health department and every single person that comes to me and asks me a question I tell them before you spend your first dollar on any piece of equipment Call the health department, tell them who you are, what you want to do. Where do I go from here? First of all, they'll have a, a greater appreciation for it. They'll have more respect for you. And anything you want to do, they'll be on your side every step of the way. Exactly. There's something I want to add to my business that I don't call Nathan down at the health department and say, hey, it's me again. He said, hey, what's up, Gunny? I'll tell him what I want to do. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Uh, I'm in a process right now. I have a pop-up camper. I'm converting that to a stand-in hot dog trailer. I've seen it done before uh, a couple different times. Uh, it just so happened I was on Google and uh, looking at different things, and I came across a picture, and it just happened to have a North Carolina license plate. So I called the health department. Hey, Nathan, it's Charlie again. Hey, what's up, Gunny? Well, I want to convert a pop-up camper because that's my cheap way of transferring something into, you know, you basically give me the option to do more without – get into an actual food trailer or a food truck. So, okay, so what are you looking at doing? Okay, I want to add some different items to my menu. This trailer, once I get it completed, will give me the option to do more selection or have more options because they have more space. But it still it still falls under the umbrella of a push cart. Right. So by doing that, um, you know, I can do more. But what I did, hey, you know, this is what I'm looking to do. I found me a pop-up camper for 350 bucks. And I, I went and looked at it, had the cash in hand. Before I bought it, I called the health department again. Hey, you know, we spoke about three weeks ago. I told you what I wanted to do. I'm getting ready to spend this money on this trailer. I just want to verify. Can you send me an email saying that blah, 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 blah? Yeah, no problem. I'll send it right away. Bought the pop-up camper. It's in my garage right now. I'm working on it. That's that's great advice. Um, Fantastic advice. Did you have any more questions for us? We've got some other callers nope. want to get to, and I've extended the show a little bit so that we can get to everybody. No, that's it. Well, brother, you call back anytime, and I'm glad you had great questions, and I appreciate you taking the time to do it, even though we had a commercial break in between them. Okay. Thank you, and I'd like to thank you for answering all the questions and being available via text or email as well. No problem, brother, and keep us up to date how you're doing. I will. All right. We'll see you. Have a good night. Hi, this is Tim from Riverside. Hi, this is Tim from. I don't know what that is. Um, apparently, it's something. That's an old customer question that came up. Um, let's do this. It's Sunday night at 8.30, and you're riding a gravy train with biscuit wheels with a hot dog answer man, Ben, on HDVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. All right, area code 706. Um, you are live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Ben. Happy birthday. Well, dadgum, if it ain't Michael Wood and Doug's dogs right there, good, good. How you doing, man? Hey, uh, so does this make you 60 also? <laughs> it made me 45. 
Uh, you look every day at 60. I know. But, I don't look a day over 60, do I? I know. Uh, tell uh, tell Jason when you talk to him that we're thinking about him and, and hope his mom isn't in a lot of pain. Well, she's um they're they're giving her lots of pain meds. He called me this morning and it it's been a rough one on him him and his family as you can imagine. Um but I yeah, will I'd... I will pass that along. He'll it'll make him feel good to know that other people are are thinking about him. Yeah. They um but um yeah, it's, it's like 70 degrees down here, so you know, we we're, we're like having our wintertime summer. I think oh. next Saturday it's going to be like 69 degrees. Oh, and, my um, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm going to go out tomorrow and go to one of my street spots. And uh, about the only thing I've changed this year is I've gone straight to a fresh-baked bun. Uh, and that's um, I got with the bakery, and we've modified the buns down to uh, a smaller bun. And um, they seem to be working real well. Um, and let's see, what else is going on down there? Oh, I got a new truck for my four-wheel trailers with. And uh, I just picked it up last week. Wow. I got a, yeah, I got a big truck now. I got a four-door F-150. Oh, my gosh. You're going to be pulling the... Pulling the smart car that's pulling the hot dog cart. <laughs> that's, that's about right. Now, it, it pulls the big trailer a whole lot better. Um, tomorrow's be the first day I'll take the um, the big dog out pulling it with just a... Uh, I've had the big dog in the trailer, but not the little... Not just the big dog. And uh, so... Hopefully it'll everything will go good. Um, I got a lot more room in the truck, so it should be okay. There you well, I, I, know that, I know that you can't hear from everybody that's on here, um, and we get we literally get thousands of downloads just on iTunes every week. But I forever get emails um, thanking me that Michael Wood is on the show. Um, <laughs> You've been an inspiration to many, many, many people. And and so I want to thank you for taking the time. Every time we do the show, you always call in and you always add and help and, and share and give. And I know you moderate the forum over at Street Vendor Forum or um, Street Food Vendor Forum. Um, yep. And, and I know that you're, um, you do all that, but... I just wanted you to know how how big of a huge impact you have on new vendors and and existing vendors who just may have not figured it out yet because of what you do. And I thank you for giving yeah. the time. You know, Gunny made my day a while ago. Uh, I don't think y'all, uh, nobody caught it, but me was when he said, "Well, you can see the video of Day in the Life of a Hot Dog Vendor." For free. <laughs> That's right. That's that, right. That made my day. <laughs> That's right. Well, hey, Mike, I'll but, tell you something. I've, I've been doing this since March last year, and I've watched that video about three times. 
um, because there's <laughs> something you can always learn from somebody else. Like you're uh, you're assigned this on the back of your cart. Uh, I went on Amazon. No, I'm sorry, not Amazon. Vistaprint and order, ordered one of your, one of those yard signs. And when I got it with my stuff, my phone number and the little uh, little barcode thing on it. So um, a mm-hmm. QR code. Is what QR it is. code. Yeah. I put my phone number on there. So as I'm riding down the highway, down I-40 or down you know Main Street or wherever, I'm advertising my business because of what I saw you do with yours. You have a banner on the back of your cart. I ordered a yard sign. <laughs> And uh, I put four pieces of Velcro, and you know, put a piece of Velcro in the four corners, put it on my cart, and it stays right there. And I learned that from you. So I can watch that video. I've watched it three times. I'll watch it more times. And every time I pick up something else. Uh, my next thing I'm going to get is super flags. I noticed how you use a bucket with a little pole cemented in, in the center of it, and you use that to put your super flags up. I got with Lowe's and got my buckets. I just need to order some, uh, I need to buy some cement and get my super flags. That, that, that what I'm actually what I'm actually using is a um, um, umbrella stand is what I'm actually using. It's actually made out of concrete, but uh, uh-huh. it, okay. it's actually a uh, store bought umbrella stand. And uh, he stole it from his wife. Oh yeah, I stole it from my <laughs> wife. <laughs> <Whoop>. <laughs> but. But it, it works great, and and you can even uh, that same idea of taking a, a two dollar plastic bucket and a bag of concrete and um, put a little pipe in there, a piece P, PVC pipe in the center of it, then pour the concrete around it, let it dry, and you got a, a, a well you can use it as an umbrella stand or you can use it as a flutter flag. And yeah, uh, I took. I took a five-gallon bucket from Ace because they had them on sale for a dollar, and then I cut it in half, put in a half a bag of Quickcrete and a PVC pipe, and that way it wasn't so heavy I couldn't lift the dang thing or it threw out my back. Yep. And 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 then my PVC pipe encompasses my swooper flag. Yeah, and it's it's the same thing. I took uh, coffee cans. And put an eye bolt in the center of them, and then poured concrete in them, and uh, that's what I hold my tents down with. And the cost Excellent. of that was, look, you know, the cost of the eye bolt and the concrete. And uh, you know, take a little p- piece of rope, tie your uh, if you got a pop up tent and you catch it in the wind or something, then you just put one on each corner, and it won't blow away. But um, just, you know, little things like that uh, seems to help me, you know, and I'm kind of cheap anyway. So, you know, I always try the cheap way out. Amen. Yeah. Anyway. Because I was actually looking at buying some PVC pipe to do the same thing with the, um, to hold my tent down. But uh, coffee cans will yeah, be I- if I get coffee out of the deal. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I, going through I've that actually end. seen it. I've actually seen it both ways. Um, you put a cap on the end of the uh, PVC pipe, and then yeah. an eye bolt through the other end, and then fill it up with concrete or sand or water. I've seen it yeah. all three ways. And uh, the the person I seen doing it with water, they fill the uh, PVC pipe up with water. And then at the end of, of the event, all they had to do is pour the water out, and they're not toting around any extra weight. And uh, so that, you know, it's just 
everybody's got a different way of doing things. And one of the big things that I heard Ben say this earlier, you can learn how to do this for free. You yep. don't have to go out and spend $50 billion to learn how to be a hot dog vendor. It's it's out there, but you got to look for it, and it's free. And then when you know when you do get big or bigger, and and you can be as big as you want. I do this part time and make a full time living actually. But um, um, you know you don't you don't have to go out and spend five thousand dollars for a new hot dog cart or twenty thousand dollars for a concession trailer. You know, uh, you can start out part-time, you can start out full-time, you can get a used cart, you can buy, um, um, well, a big dog is so blasted cheap anyway, you can buy buy a big dog cheaper than you can buy a used cart, in my opinion, but, uh, um, you know, I'm kind of stuck on a big dog because that's what I've always had, (laughs) and... uh, but the other thing you, we were, y'all were talking about is buying uh, replacement parts. A lot of times I'll go on and find parts actually cheaper somewhere else. But if you figure out the shipping and, and everything, the bottom line, it may be cheaper through Ben. But it may be cheaper somewhere else. you gotta you got to figure that shipping in and everything. Uh, the mafia discount. Um, just, I mean, it just, it adds up. It don't yep. sound like it adds up at, at the beginning, but it does. It does. And, uh, yeah. And I keep hearing people talk about, well, wh- where do I set up and, and do I, should I pay streeties to, you know, set up personally? I think that's a, uh, a ripoff, but I mean, that's my personal opinion because if there's a Lowe's, on the street, I can set up down the street. Right. And I'm not going to pay somebody if I ain't got to pay them. Um, I've got four locations right now. I pay no rent on any of my locations. Um, oh, yeah, I give somebody a hot dog or something like that, That you know, like the manager of the store, or, or every now and then I'll give the employees a free hot dog or, you know, give them an extra punch on my loyalty card. And uh, and that's another thing. You take your loyalty card and you, and you give somebody two punches for buying a hot dog, and they think you gave them a million dollars. You know, oh well, that was nice of you. And you know, uh, you just you gotta you gotta think about customer service. You know what? Anyway, I, let me shut up. I, I think that's a, I think that you just touched on something big, and and if that's Randy on the six one five number, I'll be right with you, brother. Um, either way, I'll be right with you if you're six one five area code. Um, they but you, Michael, you just touched on something big, and that's customer service and that whole thing about um punching an extra hole on a loyalty card when they only got one meal and you gave them the the credit for two that's a huge deal to a lot of people because they know you're out there working and you just you just showed it that that you appreciate them enough that you gave them you showed them as buying two meals even though they bought one and what you've done is created loyalty that's i have a video and a and a blog article called reciprocity and if you can't spell that 
um, look up <laughs> giving back because it is it is a kick butt. I had to look it up too. I had to Google that stuff to spell it. But it it talks about the rule of reciprocity. People, when you do something nice for them, something kind, they tend to feel obligated to do something back. Well, it may not be money-wise where they give you a big tip or something, but they may tell 900 of their best friends that they love your freaking hot dog. And all of a sudden, your business starts booming because you were kind to one person. And... So I think I think you made light of that, but I think it's a big deal what you do. Yep. But and, and the, the last thing I'm going to talk about is having fun. If if this is like really hard work for you, you probably don't need to be in 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 a business that you have to deal with the general public. You know, I have more fun dealing with my customers and the, it's it's actually a, a show that I put on. Um I don't know if it, it's entertaining to a lot of people but I have a blast. You know, when the little old lady comes up and says, Can I get onions on my hot dogs? and, and I tell them, you know, well you can't be kissing any boys today you know and uh you know, anything to get a laugh out of people or, or to make their day a little bit better seems to help me and um the last thing that i do that and everybody knows i do i give to the augusta warrior project all my tips go there and this year i'm running how much about 500 that i've donated this year and out of my little tip jar you know so uh, that don't sound like a lot of money to a lot of people but you know to me it's a lot of money and uh yep but i enjoy doing it it helps a veteran or or you know families of veterans and so i kind of like it anyway that's it ben <laughs> well i appreciate it and um and and i'm glad you um you you came on and shared i'm gonna throw up a picture real quick so people can see who we're talking to this is mr michael wood um with Doug's dogs and his big dog cart he's had for what five years now six years uh no. 2009 I bought it in 2009 well I don't have a calculator that's, my shoes are on so I can't count that high so well uh, that's six years Ben <laughs> <laughs> almost almost seven <laughs> almost seven and uh bless your heart <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I but, appreciate uh, you, brother, and and tell your wife hi, and um, she's the best uh, videographer I've ever met. Yeah, I got her in the cast right now. So, Love you oh my god, she wouldn't. Yeah, she wouldn't pay attention, so I broke her foot. Oh and, my uh, gosh, I think she probably broke that kick in your butt. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> now, actually, she had surgery on her foot, and they put it in the cast, and. uh so that's that's been a a challenge in itself. I did an event um, last month, mm-hmm. yeah, and I do it every year. Normally, it's like a real slow event, and I'm not having any customers, and it's like you know just kind of a relaxing day. 
And this year I had a line of uh, 15 to 20 people all day long. And I sold out twice. And I bet and, you money, even with her broke foot in a cast, she can out- outwork you twice as much. No, nah, I left her at home. <laughs> she stayed home. <laughs> and I worked my butt off. But, uh, yeah, I even had a vendor next to me gave me uh, three packs of hot dog buns so that I wouldn't have to close down because I had that many people in line. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it was it was off the chain ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, and, and what's ironic about it is when I have a line of 15 or 20 people, I don't have time to take a picture and say, hey, guys, look at all these people. <laughs> uh, no, and, that's, that's what happens when you leave your, your broke-footed wife at home. She can't take no pictures. <laughs> Yep, you got that right. But I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Well, and uh, But uh, y'all have a great night now. Well, thank you. We love you, Michael. Y'all have a good one. Tell your wife I hope she heals up quickly. All right. Talk to you later. All right. We'll see you. Area code good, six, good. six Good, good. 615, you're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Is this Randy? It is. Hey, Randy, how we doing? Oh, we're doing pretty good. I haven't been doing a whole lot here lately, but I did get to work uh, last Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The buddy's my, buddy of mine's Lowe's location. He went to see his sister for, for the Thanksgiving and and did real well, even though two days it was raining. And you uh, still did good at the Lowe's? Yeah, I, I was under a roof, so I just backed up and had the water hitting my umbrella on the front side running off, so. Uh, I did uh, close to in three days, close to eight hundred. Oh my gosh, that's good. Yeah. And then two, two days was raining. One day was warm rain. Sunday was a cold rain. It wasn't near as good, but you know I was there anyway. <laughs> but uh, well, I just jump in on this uh, on the some of the stuff that's being talked about. I got on the show late, but. Uh, the used carts, I bought a, uh, it's an older version cash cow. It had the small steam table when I bought it. I used it one time that way. It was towards the end of the year when I bought it, so I knew what I wanted to do with it. So I modified. I called Keith, and he told me what I could do and all that. And I ordered a uh, 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 freeway gas valve and three new burners from your website. I got a detachable grill on the side, which I really like because I it's, it's more trouble because you have to take it off the way I got it fixed. You got to take it off while you're traveling, but in the back of my truck, I can take the car wash and hose it out and not get everything down all over the car. Right. When I clean it out, so I, but it is more work. But now I've got the, the full, uh, full size steam table on it with the grill, and I love it. I've had it three years. I probably, with all the work I did to it and the grill, everything, probably don't have about fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars in it. Good point. So, Randy, so, good point. Uh, and uh, I, I, I said I had a couple pieces of metal bent, custom bent, and bought the burners from, from, from your website. But everything else I did here at the house, I didn't know what it was going to turn out looking like, but it turned out looking good, so I'm happy with it and uh, everything. And then I also did the concrete in the bucket deal, but I cut about 120, 150 pounds of concrete, and it, like, killed me lifting it out of the truck. But... <laughs> 
It has never flown over in three years. It's never the super flag has never blown over. I did and the I same thing. I, I put too much concrete. I filled a five gallon bucket with concrete my first go around, and I couldn't even move the darn bucket. I had to have my wife help me load the bucket into the back of the pickup truck. I got a, a steel stake that if I'm near grass, I drive it in the ground and, and use it. And I actually made the, the super flat, the flag pole, the heavy walled uh, PVC pipe. Yep. And even even got it just got a little bit of a bend in the top. I heat it with a torch just enough and just it's, <laughs> I, it's called redneck hot dog cart, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> stuff I've done to. I was going to tell you too. Uh, one day last, when I set up, the guy came up and asked me had any turkey dogs. And I said, no, sir, I don't do turkey dogs. I do uh, all beef hot dogs, and I, that's all I do. I said, you know, they're real good. And I, well, I don't like all these hot dogs. I just don't feel good on them. And I said, that's fine. It's just not for everybody. But I told him because I didn't push him into buying one. But anyway, I was just telling him how I do and all that. And he said. Well, let me go on and try one. Okay, so I like lots of mustard. I said, I can handle that. <clears throat> he bought an eight to one all beef, got a Dr. Pepper, and he sat there and he was eating it, making time, making faces. I'm thinking, what's he thinking? He got done. He said, darn, that is a good hot dog. <laughs> I said, well, I, I, I'm glad you liked it. I said, I haven't had any complaints yet. So he went on down to the next door. I was at the exit door. He went on down the next door to the end door and went in and was shopping. And he came back out and he says, man, I like them hot dogs. You got good hot dogs. <clears throat> Excuse me. So he went on to his truck, and daggone, he didn't come back and buy another, another Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I said, well, they must be good. He come got it. No, yeah, I like them. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess maybe I, can, I hope I converted one person anyway. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, it, like I said, it was good. It was good even though it was raining. I've always done fairly decent even in rain at this location whenever I've, 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 I've had other chances to set up. And uh, so it, it was good, good weekend. So I was pretty happy. So I'm anyway, glad. but but then uh, one other story on this, on Michael's truck. He went from a smart car to a S one fifty. I got rid of a big camper we had, so I was pulling my hot dog cart around with an F three fifty crew cab dually four wheel drive. That just was a little funny looking. So I I thought I don't need this truck. So I traded and got a smaller truck. Well, this truck I got now uses twice the fuel the diesel did. Now I'm wishing to have my diesel back. Anyway, but it looks a little more in proportion than what the Dooley did pulling a little hot dog or a little cash cow anyway. So everybody's going, that must be a heavy hot dog cart and need a big truck like that. And I said, yeah, it strains it a little bit every now and then, but I said, I get by with it. Well, so, I'm... I'm... So uh, anyway, I'll get off here and listen what's left what's left of the show. But like I said I got tuned in. I almost forgot about it tonight. And I thought, oh shoot, I've got the shows on. So anyway, but uh, now I, I said I'm I'm nothing against new carts or nothing, but no more than I do. I'm I'm pickled with my cash cow and uh, everything. So everything's going pretty good. Just kind of slow from time to time, but I'm still digging, looking for places to set up. Well, I'm glad you called in, Randy. It's always good to hear from you. Well, I appreciate you all what you all do, and like I said, 
a lot of times if I have a question, I'll uh, call or try to get a hold of you or Keith. And uh, Keith usually, because he told me when I modified it, he said you could take the stainless off. I, I drilled the rivets out, pulled the panels off, and cut it off with a, with a, a, a angle grinder. He said, don't worry, it's a mess of stainless up. I can say the brand-new top cap sport that's pre-made for the full-width steam, uh, full steam table. Right. But, uh, it looks pretty good, and plus, besides, you get the pans in there, you can't tell anything different about it anyway. You're right. But uh, like those burners that you all buy are great. I I, I don't I don't actually ever use all three of them at one time. I'll, I'll use the two, the middle one and the left burner. I'll keep them on high. And maybe 15, 20 minutes, you can hear, I use a, a fillage pan on that side, and you can hear the, the water rolling in there about 15, 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, it's, it works quick. The only time I've ever used all three burners one time is if it's super cold or I dump in a whole bunch of frozen dogs. Yeah, well, I, I uh, what I do, I'll put some... Uh, I use beef bouillon cubes in my water for my beef dogs. I always have, and I I don't know. It may be my imagination, but for me, it take, makes them taste better. And like I said, it may just be me. No, you're but, right. Uh, I, once I get them start getting dissolved, I cut the left burner completely off and cut the middle and way down. I just leave it on like that all day, and they can I can keep up unless I get slammed. If I do, then I'll kick the middle burner on high. Yep. But. uh I love them burners, and I'm glad I did what I did with it because it, it just uh, I I got it the way I want to now. So anyway, but I'll get off here. <clears throat> well, I thank we'll you, Randy, and and it's good hearing from you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, talk to you later. Thanks. See you later. Um, that's Randy. He's in Tennessee. Um, been vending a couple years now. Does pretty good, and um, I'm he always helps out. He always calls in and helps out. Um, I want to do a few more questions before we close out the night. I've got um, I got a guy that wrote in, says happy birthday, and then another one that says, oh, he's the uh, same guy picking up his cart um, Wednesday from me. And then I got um, Alan Chada says, my question is about smoking. I am a smoker. Do you smoke when vending? I'll bet not. Well, I actually do, Alan. Um I just don't smoke while I'm actually preparing food. And if I smoke, and I'm a chain smoker, okay? I'm a I'm a professional cigarette smoker. I don't half-ass anything. Well, most everything. And so what I do is I'll step away from the cart and smoke. If I'm busy, I don't even think about smoking. I'm just busy cooking and serving. And I talk a lot, and I tell people and kid with them and joke with them and you know, just have fun. And um, if, you know, you heard Michael Wood talking about that tonight, about having fun with them. I, I have fun with everybody, and I try to make a joke out of everything. Um, so if if you are an avid smoker like me, a professional smoker, um, then just step away from the cart when you're going to smoke because a lot of people see it as nasty Come back, wash your hands, even if they're clean. Wash your hands. Let them see you washing your hands. That way they don't feel like, oh, I'm fixing to get a, you know, a smoke-infused hot dog. Um, I've even made jokes before about that, um, you know, about how do you want your hot dog? You want it, you know, marble light flavored or 
palm oil flavored. Um, so I do it that way. It depends on your area too. I'm in the south kind of, and so it's not that bad. I mean, a lot of people smoke still in the south, so it's not as bad as probably if you went out west and they saw you smoking and they go, oh my gosh, you're killing the atmosphere. Um, other thing, um, let's see here. Mark says, thoughts and prayers for Jason and family. I watched a few videos after coming across you by accident. I did more research and jumped in. I bought a used cart and opened in Nashville, hot dog in Nashville. Thank you for helping me out. Um, how important is flash and pop? What? How important is flash and pop to your stand? I like the idea of fresh-baked buns. Very cool. I've been researching what the best kind of dog. What is your opinion on the best dog? Um, my opinion is actually in my free training. You never want to go with somebody's opinion on the best dog. Um, I've actually got step-by-step -step guide, and Charlie would tell you this. You want to do a taste test. You want to you want to find out what your stores are selling. And if you go to the store and you see 14 different types of hot dogs, the one that they stock the most of is the one that sells the best, period. Yeah. And you can go to Gainesville, Florida, to a Winn-Dixie, and they're selling Boar's Head faster than Oscar Mayer. And you can go to my Podunkville, Tennessee, my area, and you'll see that ballpark and oscar meyer selling better um now oscar meyer has all beef dogs and they sell great and they taste great so i used to pitch the sam's club bakers and chef brand um for those that need an all beef dog um but now oscar meyer and they'll even give you some pop material now i didn't understand your question about the flash i don't know what uh maybe you meant just um how important what do you think that meant charlie do you, um how important is the flash and pop to your stand well i think it's definitely important uh if you're selling a certain brand just say you sell nathan's hot dogs uh, a lot of people know nathan's brand so if you have a um a sign or an umbrella that says nathan's that will definitely draw that crowd in that uh that know that brand uh if you're selling hebrew national same thing um, but as far as just like you're vending at night, you want to get some, um, like some of those, this is the perfect time of the year to buy some of those Christmas lights that are battery operated. Uh, I have two strings of those. I hang them on my flat, on my, uh, umbrella when I'm vending at night, it draws attention to my cart. Uh, something like that. Uh, get flashing strobe lights or whatever you can to, uh, cause more attention to your cart. And then, like I said, this is the perfect time of the year for it. Because it's Christmas time. There's Christmas lights in every store. Right. So buy them or, or wait till the day after Christmas and buy them on sale. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, Dollar General have them things a week after Christmas, dirt cheap. Yep. Um, great advice. Um, this is from Stephen. Stephen says, love your vids you produce. Do you ever let people work with you to get over pre-order jitters? Um, I actually got so many requests over the years, um, and I did used to do that. And it became a um it became where I got more more requests than I could fulfill and and I still have to work you know I take over a hundred calls a day, hundred phone calls a day at the very minimum every single day and so i and because I'm long winded, I end up talking to people a long time and so if 
Um, I, so I, did, I ran out of time to do that. And what I started doing is we started just creating a list of vendors who were willing to let other vendors come see them. Well, that ended up creating a nightmare, and I talk about this on the on previous shows and on the on the Q and A section on our website, um, because some vendors feel like they're creating competition. Some people came and they have learned nothing. They don't want to read anything. They don't want to do any training on their own. They just want to be a pain in the butt to the vendor that's working. Like, what is that? Well, that's a hot dog. What is that? That's a bun. Um, and so now you're just in a nuisance. Not you, but some people have shown up. One lady um, got on our list of available vendors to go see or talk to, and she got in just inundated with calls her first day, called me the next day and said, take me off your list. We ended up canceling that list because it was so overwhelming um what we're doing just so you know we are starting very soon just a few key vendors in different states where you can go work with them you'll probably have to unless you live close enough you'll have to get a hotel or something and work with them a day or two and you'll pay for that service you'll pay for it so that they know that their time is being spent wisely and that they've got somebody serious, not some tire kicker who, you know, 10 people a day would show up if it was free. And so um, that's coming very soon. It will be announced in December this month, and you'll be able to fill out a thing and schedule a time to go with a pro vendor and spend the day on a real cart or a concession trailer. We've got some concession vendors, too, and even some brick-and-mortar vendors who do all three. So you'll have it all, um, all available. So that's what we have. Now, you say, in, and I didn't read this yet, says, um, I have money to do this, just nervous, um, the jitters, pre-order jitters, normal. Um, I've got a video called um, on YouTube. It's free and on the blog called um i got a hot dog cart oh shit and and it's because of that feeling like and and probably charlie would agree here it is nerve-wracking when you first get started you're like oh my gosh is somebody gonna know that i screwed up you know charlie tell us about that a little bit i, I definitely agree with that um there's been times that i do I, I make a hot dog a certain way uh if somebody wants chili i put chili on first uh, just so, I mean, that's just the way I do it. If somebody wants slaw, slaw is the absolute last thing I'll put on top of everything else. Cause I don't want the, I don't want everything else making the slaw hot. Um, every once in a while, somebody will tell me they want their dog and they want it a certain way and, uh, I'll make it. And, um, they don't know what my quote unquote unwritten rules are. So if I make a mistake in my mind, I just roll with it and keep going because they don't have a clue. Right. So, Right. They don't know if if you held it backwards or upside down. They don't know if you normally put the mustard on first or you don't. And right. so a lot of vendors worry about that. I've dropped hot dogs, and I've gotten my A to Z training. Um, And, you know, you can go buy that A to Z training. And I tell people, they go, that A to Z training is $99 or whatever it is. No, it's free. I've already published it free on the Learn Hot Dogs blog. You can get it for free. 
And and if you're a mafia member, you can get all of it free. But you go on there, and, and like if you want to spend a day or two days with a vendor, get on the mafia membership, and now you've got it. You can go, this is what Charlie was talking about earlier. You can go get on and work side-by-side, side, basically, virtually, with Michael Wood, who was on here earlier. Because we did a video. His wife filmed every aspect of his day. And he explains it as he goes. So it's narrated. You get it all. And you don't have to fly anywhere. But there are vendors. And I would have felt better if I'd have known that there was somewhere I could go. Even if I had to fly three states away and stay overnight at a, you know, a Motel 8, leave a light on for you place. I would have done it just to get my those jitters out of the way. But I had a different issue. And 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 this is probably common with a lot of us is we we're forced into this. I was forced into something and I needed to make money for my five kids. I, they wanted to eat every day. They're little selfish spoiled little kids. Wanted to eat every day. And so I had to I'm being facetious. Don't send me emails about how a big of an idiot I am. Um and I'll get those, Charlie. No shit, I will. And people, people all the time checking everything I say. Um, I'll get emails after this show about, oh, you said a cuss word. Um, so anyway, you, I was nervous, and as, and I even put it in my book as a long tail cat in a room full of rocking chairs, nervous. Well, you had I known I could go do that, that would have been great. But I had five kids wanting to eat. And I needed to make money. So there was no, I couldn't wait. I couldn't do anything. I had to go make money, and I did. And and I did it in an area where where I didn't even know about the laws or, or the codes or anything. And I was winging it. And all and it worked. And, and I ran into stumbling blocks, and I still made it work. And all that information's free. So no matter what you run into, what obstacle you run into, we can make this happen. You can be successful, and you can make a good living, and you can be happy, and you can meet me and Charlie over at the dang lake and go fishing. Or you have that ability. If Charlie needs to go to a doctor's appointment tomorrow, all of a sudden, he can. He ain't got to call his boss. That's right. So... um. I hope that makes sense, and I hope that you enjoyed this show. I know we ran long. Normally we go, you know, for an hour, and we've been over an hour and a half now. But um, I love you all, and I hope you um, stick with it. You do your due diligence. Don't jump into it and go, oh, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. No, some of you will make it. But many times those that don't do the due diligence fail, not because they didn't have the will, just because they didn't have the information. And there is information to make you successful in this. Charlie can tell you that. There, I mean, there's ways to do this the right way and the wrong way. Absolutely. Well, Charlie, I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to stay on here. Um, I know we went long. Hey, that's fine. Thank you very much for the opportunity. You bet, brother. Um, you you can come back every month if you want. I've enjoyed it. I'm glad you're here, and and you and I need to plan something because I can't be that far from you. And <laughs> I mean, and and maybe we'll we'll work the card all day and or whatever whatever's best for you, and we'll film it. 
Sounds good. I know Asheville is about three hours from here, so I'm tackling another hour to you. So an hour and a half from Asheville. Okay. Yeah. So we're looking four and a half, five hours. All right. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, especially right. especially free lunch. Hell. <laughs> Sounds good. I appreciate you, Charlie. Y'all Thank have you a very good much, one. Ben. Hey, hey, where are you on Facebook if anybody wants to follow you? Gunny Smitty's Hot Dogs. Yeah, it's on, on Facebook. Yep, it's on the screen right now. G U N N Y Smitty S M I T T Y S Hot Dogs. And find that on Facebook. Look him up and um, follow follow a real professional vendor who's been doing this long enough to has made mistakes, has has had successes, and is still at it and doing good. So, um, um, welcome y'all, and we'll see you next year. Believe it or not, it's hard to believe we're a year more, and we'll see you next year, um, first Sunday in January. Y'all have a good one. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you. Got a question about hot, steamy buns? Call Ben at 424-258-9364 for the latest tips and tricks in the world of wieners. That's 424-258-9364. Press 1 to talk live, one-on-one to Ben. Sunday night, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. HDVR Hot Steamy Bond Brought to you by Ben'sCarts.com and the hot dog answer man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio.